Hello, welcome back to Go Homeschooling with Erin and Amanda. Today we are going to talk about why we love homeschooling. Yay! Yay! It's so fun. <laughs> and I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> welcome to Go Homeschooling with Erin and Amanda. I'm Erin. And I'm Amanda. This is the podcast to encourage moms that have been at this homeschooling gig longer than five years and plan on sticking with it through the high school years the long haulers, as we like to say. We want to help you have the greatest of all time homeschool that meets the needs of your family by encouraging you with real conversations on the issues that pop up as you've been in this homeschool lifestyle for years. So it'll be fun to try and see if there's people out there that need the encouragement and if there's anything that we can do to help others as they get started on their journey. That'd be awesome. That's what we're here for. I do love homeschooling. It is so much fun. Probably one of the best choices I've made as far as my parenting goes. Would you agree? Absolutely. hundred percent. I just wish I'd done it sooner. You know, that's the only thing I would change is doing it sooner for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk so much about, you know, problems or difficulties or challenges that we have while homeschooling, that it's important to also stop and recognize why we're doing it and what we love about it and why we love it or why we don't love it and analyze that and evaluate that and then let that encourage us. Yeah. I was just going back through some of my emails. I was joking earlier on Facebook about how I have emails that I haven't read since 2016 on my phone. And (laughs) I was looking at what the content of those emails was that I wasn't opening. And a lot of them were links to places that I liked taking the kids on field trips when they were littler. It was just fun to see some of the places we had been or some of the events that we went to or people that we saw or, you know, exhibits at the union station or, you know, just all these different plays we've been to. And it's just so fun to go back and see those things. And that was a good reminder for me as we're talking about why we love homeschooling is that we had so much freedom to be able to do all of these wonderful things that gave our kids opportunities that a lot of kids just don't have when they're at school all day long. You Mm -hmm. might go on a a field trip every quarter, or if you've earned it for your grades or whatever else, but with homeschool, we were going on field trips, especially when the kids were super little, like once or twice a week, including going to the park and, you know, just having fun with each other, making memories. Absolutely. And for us, it's not so even so much like we had every once in a while field trips, you're more people-y than I am. Um, (laughs) Being at home and snuggling on the couch is like something that's super special for me and something that I have really loved to do and really enjoy um, those long and deep conversations with my kids about any random thing that comes up. Or there was one entire school year that my youngest really needed help learning how to lose. And so we just, we made that a lesson and Mm -hmm. we played Mario Kart every day when we were done with our bookwork. And I wrote that down because that was part of, (laughs) that was part of the growth for him, but he learned how to lose. And we had so much fun. Of course, initially he was throwing remote controls and (laughs) really having, (laughs) having temper tantrums, but it was really fun for me because I could win (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And, and not take it easy on him. Right. Right. You know, just really, they enjoy it. And, you know, we included all the kids in it and, you know, all those little moments that of time that you can look back on and be just be so, so thankful for just grateful for the opportunity to do it. There have been years that I worked from home while homeschooling young kids 
and trying to balance it all and being so stressed out, but I can look on that now and go, wow, we did that. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I love that I can feel accomplished in that and even not working. Like I haven't been making money. I haven't been bringing money into the home for a couple of years, but enjoy. I've been staying busy and I can be proud mm-hmm. of that and love that and see and look at the growth and the opportunities that we've had. Just love it. Just absolutely love it. Especially mm-hmm. the time, that special time with the kids has been wonderful. Yeah. And I, I, like you said earlier, we get so wrapped up in all the difficult things, especially as the kids get older, the challenging things that weren't challenging when they were little are now a big obstacle or, you know, sometimes there's things like that. But with my kids, we have a huge age gap between my youngest and my oldest, you know, my oldest is almost 17 and my youngest is almost five. So there's like 12 years there. And, you know, the boys in the middle, what's been fantastic for me is just to see the relationship that's being able to be had amongst the teenagers and the preschooler. When, if we were doing any other kind of school outside of the home, they wouldn't have that time with her and she wouldn't really know her siblings. And, you know, when they are out of the house, you know, my, my third child, he will be just, you know, 15 when she's starting kindergarten next year. That's crazy. 14. Yeah. So 14. 14. Yeah. Yeah. So 14. Thanks Amanda for keeping my kids straight, (laughs) but it's just amazing to see the relationship that's there. You know, he's building forts with her in the morning before we get started, or he's on a break or any of the other kids on a break during the day. And they'll go and check in on her and say, what are you doing? And, you know, sometimes she is working on her own little project that I've got going and they're able to encourage her. So that's really fun to see for me and a huge benefit and reward for the choice that we've made homeschooling is that extra time with the little ones and the Mm -hmm. big ones together. Mm -hmm. And to have time to not rush anything, you know, um, unless you're going on a field trip or to a co-op, of course, but (laughs) You know, most days we don't have to rush to get things done. They, if they need extra time to do things, then they can take it. That was one huge benefit for my kids is they don't do well in rushed situations. So for them to be able to have more time to process whatever it is they need to process or to complete a task that ever that needs to be completed, then they can do that. And it's wonderful. It's glorious, you know, and they can develop the skills at their timetable, not at someone else's. That's been mm-hmm. a huge blessing for my kids. Yeah. 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 We, I, I've got to tell you though, my youngest has a real knack for, she wakes up early every single day of the week, unless we have a field trip and then she wants yep. to sleep in until eight o'clock and I have to wake her up. <laughs> I don't know if there's anyone else out there in that situation, but it's like, really today is the day that we have to be out by eight o'clock and you are sleeping in when normally you're up at six 59. You know? When my kids were in public school, I had to wake them up every morning, but then weekends they were up at oh dark 30, you know, like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's <laughs> the one very, day we uh... can sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating. Yeah. So, Another thing I love about homeschooling too, is finding their interests and being able to have them focus on those things during the day. You know, I've, I've talked before about Ethan really liking 3d printing. And so in the morning he'll log on and do whatever tweaks he needs to whatever he wants to print that day. And he can be home to monitor that and check on the progress and see if whatever is going right or wrong and make adjustments. And at the end of the day, he's got his piece printed that he wanted for whatever project he's working on. So I know for him seeing projects throughout the day, that he would have to stop 
And that's a small thing, you know, but it's just that the flexibility of our day is what is such a joy and good reminder for me to focus on Mm -hmm. (laughs) as I have my frustrating days, like, all right, well, as frustrating as this quote interruption is, we have the flexibility to deal with the things that interrupt the flow of our day. Absolutely. I was just thinking my kiddo that I graduated in May is now taking Japanese. And so he's, he's decided on a gap year where he's focusing on learning how to drive, getting his driver's license, which he just received. And now that he's turned 18. So like he does things in his own time as they all should. And so he wasn't ready when he was 16, but he was ready at 18. Graduating from high school has not, or even being in high school did not stunt his love of learning and his curiosity. And for so many kids, it does. And I don't want to bash this public school system, but, you know, there are so many kids that they just lose that gumption. And so that's something I really love to look back on is that, okay, I didn't screw them up that much. (laughs) We didn't, we weren't that terrible that um, we squashed his love of learning because now he's doing like he downloaded the Duolingo app on his phone and he's taking Japanese and he's really proud of his daily streak of how many minutes he's gotten into it and stuff. And so mm-hmm. he's been telling me about it. It just tickles me to see that he's I'm like, okay, well now you want to learn Japanese. But you know, when you were in high school, we had to do <laughs> something language related and I, I got him all kinds of Japanese things, but he didn't want to take Japanese then. And maybe he just wasn't Mm -hmm. ready for it. And so he did sign language for his foreign language credit, Mm -hmm. which is great. That's fine too. But now that he doesn't have to, now is when he wants Mm -hmm. to, and that he's not squashed. And, you know, this is the kid that I couldn't get to read a book. We had to make up our own literature curriculum because he wouldn't follow the regular literature. My kids just don't fit in any mold. So (laughs) I had to find books that were of interest to him for him to read for his literature credits. Well, now he's, he's buying, he's making his own account on thrift books. So he can go on there and buy all these manga books because he Mm -hmm. wants to read this entire series of some manga that he's interested in. So we've been talking about how to create an account on thrift books and (laughs) how many books Mm -hmm. he should buy in one, in one lump. Cause he doesn't want to buy all 35 at one time, right? Because that'd be really expensive. So he'll do five at a time. And how long will it take him to finish the, oh my gosh. Yeah. He's not squashing that love of learning is another thing to really, really love about homeschooling and then seeing them complete the things that they have to do and do still doing it because they want to. That's really rewarding. It has been for me. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. It's so heartwarming talking about all these things. Like, uh, Yeah. We've talked a lot about that before where it's just, we tend to think of the day-to-day stuff. And when we take a long view of what you just talked about, it's, it's refreshing to see like, all right, we're doing a good job here. Having all the freedom and flexibility. It it sometimes has been a little bit daunting to me, especially at the beginning of our journey with this choice of homeschooling, just having so many options out there for different books to read or curriculum to buy and hearing the success stories of other moms using the same thing with their kid. And then you bring it home to yours and it's like, oh, this is not really going to work for us. <laughs> yeah. So another thing that I love about homeschooling is the friendships that I've been able to make and the friendships that my kids have made, because I feel like we're able to jump through some of the 
initial small talk stuff. I'm not good at small talk. I'm like, let's get to the meat. Let's, let's talk about like the hard things and the controversial things. And, you know, I don't shy away from political conversations or religious conversations and you don't either. And (laughs) so many in our group don't. And I love that. I love that we can have these discussions and we've taught our kids how to have respect for other people who have differing views and to communicate things that we believe in a way that's loving. And when we haven't, or we've done things, you know, wrong or offending someone else, we've been able to say, Hey, that's not really how I meant that, you know, and ask for forgiveness or whatever, but just having those friendships in our life that are so deep because of the similar educational choices. I feel like it's hard with public school or private school, you drop off and you don't have as much interaction with the parents as, as you would probably like to have. And that's a gift that we have with homeschooling is that when we go on a field trip, mom's there or dad's there, or maybe even sometimes grandma and grandpa are there. So being able to see these multi-generational relationships is also very cool. You know, I heard my son on Fortnite the other day with his friends and one of his friends' dad was on there playing Fortnite and I hear him <laughs> calling him by his first name, which I don't know if that was appropriate necessarily, but uh, you know, they, he didn't correct him. So I was going with it, but you know, hearing him, Hey, you could have done this. Hey, Mark, you could have, you know, what, what are you doing uh-huh. over there? What kind of gun do you have? And having those intergenerational relationships and going on field trips and seeing another child's grandparent there or taking my kids' grandparents with me Mm -hmm. when we go on a field trip. I adore that because I love old people. I just love them. There's just some such wisdom and you get unique perspectives and fun conversations and, and the kids learn what to listen to with grandma and what not to listen to with grandma. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, my mother-in-law, she will, um, the kids will, they like to have their hand out the window on a nice day, uh, driving down the road. And she has yelled at them, don't stick your hand out the window. You, you will hit the sign and it'll break off. And she worries so Cautionary much. Cautionary so, tales. Well, that ended up being an hour long conversation about let's, let's test grandma's hypothesis. Stick your arm oh, no. out the window. <laughs> And do you think it's got, you know, like how far is that actually sticking out the window? Do you, can you, and pull up to a stop sign right next to, you know, where you stop at a stop sign. Can mm-hmm. you reach the stop sign from where you're sitting in the seat? Well, no. <laughs> okay. Well then grandma's hypothesis is wrong. Funny. But those are, those are great conversations to have. And just to have those relationships is just so fun and so important. Mm-hmm. And it just gives me good vibes all over. I love it. Well, and even having younger kids and older kids mixed, you know, a lot of Mm -hmm. times with traditional school settings, you have all of one age group. So the perspective is all about what they've just learned in their lesson where, you know, when you've got the high schooler with the preschooler or anything in between, you've got such great perspective or questions asked that are beneficial to the other person in whatever age group they are. So it's always nice to, you know, go to the museum and look at a piece of art and you've got, you know, my kids always loved going to the museum. And the only thing that they really wanted to see was the mummy, like all of them, they just love the mummy. And so we'd all go over to the Egyptian section and we'd be looking at things and just all of them. Can you take a picture of me by the mummy? (laughs) Okay. So we have a lot of mummy pictures with the kids. Or like when we've gone on several field trips to the museum at Prairie Fire, and that is just awesome. You know, they've got a traveling exhibits that move through, but then there's the science and hands-on room upstairs. And it's just watching the older kids look at the things they're interested in and the younger kids with their interests. It's just really cool to see all the learning that's happening and all the excitement about where we're at 
And then they've got that memory together instead of like, oh, what'd you do at school today? Well, my class went on this field trip. Oh, I didn't get to go or oh, I would like to do that. You know, it's just the shared experience. So the shared experiences are so fantastic. I love it. So yeah. highly recommend taking Absolutely. your kiddos out of the house occasionally. <laughs> we keep them locked That's up just otherwise. No, just- right. <laughs> Yeah. We're kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. There's, I mean, obviously homeschooling has challenges and there's lots of daily things that we deal with, but seeing the blessings, they certainly outweigh all those challenges. And it's, it's definitely Absolutely. important to acknowledge that every once in a while. Yeah. And a big thing too, about homeschooling is dad, you know, uh, we both have very supportive husbands in this endeavor and when they're involved with field trips, I know that's always a question that my kids would ask is, is dad going to come? And when he can, it's been so wonderful. Just mm-hmm. the whole family having this ex- shared experience of education. And then what do you talk about at dinner for the next five years? You know, you talk about, Hey, remember when we went here or, Hey, remember when we read this book together on the couch or they're quoting things from books and it's kind of now an inside joke with the family. And those kind of things are so precious mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. I know we're going to look back We pull out quotes to move from movies most Uh of the time. Yeah. But (laughs) they're oftentimes they're quotes that nobody else would understand. Like, cause we pick up those little tidbits that nobody pays attention Mm -hmm. to. And then, I mean, we can have entire conversations, just movie quotes and other people would outside of our family would look at us like we're crazy, but it's fun. (laughs) That's the best stuff. Yeah. (laughs) When someone's leaving, we say, have fun storming the castle. (laughs) (laughs) there's so much about homeschooling that is just such a pleasure a huge thing I love and I know you love is the research of homeschooling you know (laughs) all the books to read all of the different blogs and podcasts and websites and all the information we're constantly sending texts like have you heard about this high school science thing and you're sending me a link and I'm checking it out like, no, this mm-hmm. is so awesome. You know, or just the Facebook pages that we're a part of or Instagram mm-hmm. feeds that we follow are just such a wealth of information. I love the technology that we have now as we homeschool. I know that it's a blessing and I know that, you know, homeschooling in the eighties looked a lot different oh, than it yes. does now with the amount of resources and tools that we have at our disposal mm-hmm. for making this easier for our families to get information. My mom was a huge proponent of public school. And she used to say, those cousins, you know, I had cousins that were homeschooled. Those cousins, they're just weird. They're those weird homeschoolers. And of course this was in the eighties, right? Uh-huh. There's just this weird homeschoolers. Like, what is so weird about them? They're just my cousin. Like they didn't seem uh-huh. any weird, very weird to me, but those were those weird homeschoolers. It's so funny. <laughs> yes. we don't, And we still have to put up with that sometimes, you know, but it's a lot less often, I think, than what it was in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, I, I told someone the other day, they were asking about, do they get enough socializing, which I hate that word, uh-huh. but they were talking about that and asking. And I said, you know, actually, we have run the risk sometimes of being out and about so much that I have to rein it in and say, you know what, we actually do need to crack a book open because we're socializing a little too much, uh-huh. <laughs> you know there's that. (laughs) Yes. There's too much socializing in homeschool. And that's what I love about it. You know, it's very relational at core because you are. Well, and you do as much or as little as you want, you know, I mean, my kids being the introverts that they are, they'll get one day out and then they need to be alone for the rest of the day or the the next day or, you know, and Mm -hmm. then they can have that recovery time. They're not 
forced to go and do it again and then get overtired or overstimulated. So, you know, it's good for extroverts in that way and introverts in the other. And um, Mm -hmm. it's good. Yeah. And there's kids that need help extra time with potty training that that are young kids. There's young kids that need extra help with feeding schedules and, and eat. There's Mm -hmm. so many eating issues nowadays that we're having more time. They're not you know, in this little box of you have to get everything eaten in 20 minutes or throw it away. Mm -hmm. And so they can have more time to have the nutrition that they need and kids that have the special needs, like medical needs, they can have the time to do doctor's appointments and and that you're talking about going to the museum. You know, my youngest is celiac and we went to the body exhibit whenever that was in town. And so what, cause he's like big science kid and uh, walking through the body exhibit we found the big wall of intestines mm-hmm. and had a 20 minute conversation about how celiac affects the intestines and which part of the intestines they affect and you know by looking at the actual intestines on the wall he was like six and you have mm-hmm. these like adults walking around going why is a six-year-old talking about <laughs> but it was so good it was good for him to be able to visualize it and yeah. experience it and and then my older mm-hmm. son, who wants absolutely nothing to do with anything inside the body or blood, or he's more like you and like, cannot, <laughs> cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, he didn't have to go, you know, like, so he stayed home with yeah. dad and I took the younger kid that is all in, mm-hmm. like he wants to put his whole hand in there, you know, and feel around mm-hmm. and find the goodies. So they're funny. So individualizing their education too, is that's another thing I love. You touched on something with the flexibility of going to exhibits like that and taking the time out, like you said, for eating, my kids want to eat all throughout the day and Mm -hmm. they're kind of hangry if they don't get that opportunity. So yeah, the food part is huge. We could probably talk about how many (laughs) snacks we have every hour. Grocery budget. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There's a lot to that. You know, when you are able to find your support and put yourself out there enough, even introverts, put yourself out there enough to develop those relationships with others that are homeschooling, then it will come back. You know, it's worth the effort to put yourself out there and gain the momentum and have the relationships and have all those benefits of them. You know, mm-hmm. I think that ways, yeah. sums up pretty much everything that we've talked about. The biggest part is just the relationship. And that's what mm-hmm. we love the most and all the things that can stem from having making time to have the relationship grow, making the experiences, the memories, whether they're at home or out in public or wherever you're at, it's just that freedom that we have to focus on that first and then go out into the world. And our kids are so much better for that. And we are better for that. That's the most encouraging thing about it. And it's by design. Yeah, it's by design. Well, and so many people say, you know, I could never do that. And I'm like, could never do what? What about homeschooling is the right. thing that you could never do when you identify what you think or your perception, or is it, it's a lot of times, I feel like it has a lot to do with the mom's uh, insecurity about her own mm-hmm. abilities mm-hmm. or her lack of education or whatever. And I had someone tell me that they didn't have the patience for it. I said, neither do I. Right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> but know yeah, here we are. <laughs> Here we are. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's just, it just boils down to like, what can you do it? If you try, you know, Mm -hmm. just trying what, just making one small step, if you've thought about it or whatever. And, you know, I think we can all go back and look at what our 
security level was or confidence level was at the very beginning. And it wasn't very high. And so like I chose to get a curriculum that was completely laid out for me to the minute of like what each box I needed to check off to make sure that they had every subject that we were doing every day. And, you know, the freedom that I found from becoming more confident in what my choices are and having good friends like you to encourage me and say, well, are you sure that's still working? Cause every time I talk to you, you're like about to cry <laughs> or wow. I see you've talked about that a lot. And now I'm going to check it out. Cause it sounds like an awesome thing for the way that our kids are wired. So, yeah. yeah. So I encourage anybody listening that if you are kind of burnout or stuck or feeling unmotivated or frustrated, just to kind of take a minute today and think through what are your reasons or whys or loves about what you've made the choice in homeschooling, you know, what do you love about it? And maybe write it down and think about it, or uh, maybe go tell your husband about, you know, I was thinking today about why we're doing this and I'm really re-motivated to do it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know having this conversation as we were talking about what to even talk about when Amanda brought this conversation to mind, it was like, yeah, you know what? It's time to do that. (laughs) Let's talk Mm -hmm. about that because it can seem really heavy, especially when you've got middle and high schoolers that have more expectations on them. Just take a step back and say, what do I love about this still? Yeah. We'll go back to the heavy stuff next week. Yeah. (laughs) Doom and gloom is coming your way. Just kidding. (laughs) Thanks for listening today. We hope you'll subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to suggest topics for us to discuss, or if you have any questions, Find us at Goat Homeschooling on Facebook, on Instagram at Goat Homeschool, and email us at Goat Homeschooling Podcast at gmail.com. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.